Hey, top of the day to you, Wednesday, March, March, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> May 11th, 2022. How in the world are you on this Wednesday morning? It's uh, turned into summer. It's turned into summer here in Arkansas in just a couple of days. <laughs> uh, no doubt. Last week it was wet, chilly, damp, all week long. Matter of fact, uh, if you're in this area, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Lake Tankiller, a big lake here, just not even maybe hour and a half away, two hours. Popular lake in these parts. It's really not that far. But anyway, 32 feet above normal. Can you believe that? That's crazy. Tankiller, it's been uh, <clears throat> hampered with flooding, tornadoes, and all kinds of... Uh, bad things over the last couple of years and keep on hoping it straightens out it's a pretty popular popular lake in these parts we got we got all kinds of lakes in this area uh, we got lake washita lake hamilton beaver table rock uh tankiller obviously uh dardanelle lake dardanelle a lot of these lakes if you keep up with uh, the fishing tournaments you know that uh, mlf and uh bassmaster have fished these lakes quite a bit. Also, also the Arkansas River. Arkansas River took me down last, what, August? <laughs> yeah, I hit a jetty. Boat was in the shop for a month getting the uh, lower unit put on. But anyway, all that's all better now. Matter of fact, we are gearing up to start doing special features uh, here on FBTV where we are going to take you out on the boat go fishing a little bit have some uh have some uh, clips from uh, our fishing trips camping trips as, as well we got the uh, tatoa rv tatoa boat and we had a lot of equipment come in last week that will allow us to do a lot of uh recording videos and such so keep keep watching for that we're still playing around with it getting everything tested put together right making sure it all works all right may 11th 2022 today is clean up your room day shrimp day small business day we'll talk about that in a moment but let's get back to clean up your room i saw that this morning and it took me back to when i was a kid my mom would come in and say clean up this room you're not going outside till you get this room cleaned up and and how did we clean up rooms when we were kids? <laughs> the closet. <laughs> Put everything in the closet. And hope your mom doesn't open the closet door because it'll all come falling out. Anyway, brought back memories. Small business day. This is important because most of the uh, freight brokers, most of the trucking companies out there, you are actually small businesses. So this is a day to celebrate. So, pat on the back. You're an entrepreneur. You know, it takes, it takes a special kind of a person to step out, take all the risk, start their own business. And to be honest with you, that's why Tautoa is here. Uh, this may be the FBTV podcast. You know it's brought to you by Tautoa. I'm the lead consultant at Tautoa. But that's what we do. We work with entrepreneurs, 
people that want to start their own freight brokerage, maybe start out as a freight broker agent, maybe a trucking company trying to expand, check us out. We'll talk more about Taltoa uh, later on in the bo- uh, podcast, but TALTOA.com. Fuel prices, well, here we are. Another week, and it's up again. $0.12. Cents. Diesel's up $0.12 cents a gallon this week, up to five sixty-two. Gasoline up $0.14, cents, up to four thirty-two. What happened to that million gallons a day? Now, I did see some reports, some places uh, saying gas is up $0.50 cents a gallon, $0.30 cents a gallon, something like that, or diesel is. And, that you know, that's a big big variance from what we are reporting so so you know we are reporting we are actually reporting uh, from the US Energy Information Administration and I'll show you right here this is posted every Monday they update it every Monday uh, this is gasoline and here's diesel so this is where we're getting our information matter of fact uh, you hear talk about fuel surcharges and such. This is where trucking companies, this is what a trucking company uses to gauge their fuel surcharge. They'll have a chart, and depending on where the price of fuel is on that chart is what the fuel surcharge will be one day or that day or that week. So you see, a month ago we were at 516 on diesel, and here we are at 562. And a week ago at 550. So what's going on? You see what I mean? It, this is, uh, so it's up 11.114 uh, cents a gallon. $2.43.7 from a year ago. Thank you, Washington. You're, you're doing a super job up there. Gasoline, same way. Look at that. Gasoline is up $1.36, might as well say $1.37 per gallon from a year ago. But anyway... Yeah, I want to share that with you so you get an idea of where we are getting our information when we're talking about fuel or uh, fuel prices. Uh, it's coming from uh, the government, what they have posted on the uh, EIA website. So there we are. Now you know. All right. Uh, Saturday's live stream, if you aren't familiar, Saturday morning's uh, podcast, we live stream it. On YouTube, you can watch us while we are doing it, and we, well, it's live streamed on YouTube most Saturdays. Now, this Saturday is going to be a little bit different, and the reason that is is simply because it's it's not going to be a live stream. It's going to be a video in video format that will uh, premiere 9 a.m. Central Time Saturday morning. Still Q and A day, okay. And the podcast, or the uh, podcast, the audio version of the, uh, well, the podcast will be on your favorite podcasting app. No matter what it is you use, iTunes, Google, Spotify, what some of the other biggies, tune in, iHeart, yeah, iHeart, we're on iHeart. But anyway, you'll be able to, uh, it's still going to be there, just going to be the video or the audio, depending on if you're watching or listening. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Going to be at the lake, or, well, we're going camping. Going camping. Going to take the RV, uh, Tautoa RV out, FBTV RV out for the weekend. It's first test run. We just got this thing last week. And, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Be interesting. It's been a while 
since uh, I did anything with RVs. Matter of fact, I used to transport RVs back years ago. Out of Indiana, northern Indiana, all over the country. Maybe we ought to do a uh, topic on RV transport sometime. Matter of fact, if you're FBTV Insider, uh, you're a client of Tautoy, you have access to the FBTV Insider. There is a series, a training series in there that we used to uh, offer through Tautoy, teaching you how to become a successful RV transporter. Now, the reason we got that up for our clients who are wanting to become freight brokers or agents or whatever, if you learn the business, you can actually broker that type of freight. See what I mean? RV transport is considered hot shot. Yeah, we'll have to do a topic on that. Today's topic, though, is going to be protecting your documentation, shipper packet, carrier packet, your authorities, your insurance, your bonds, the whole nine yards. We're going to be talking about that today, so stick around. Now, going back to what I was uh, originally starting to tell you back uh, this past Saturday, it's that impossible question. It, it uh, reaches up and bites me. Yeah, we asked the question, but as is my norm, <laughs> I forgot to give the answer before we called it a day. So, let's start there. 28% of people will do this over the next few months. What is this? The answer is go to a garage sale. 28%, 28%, of, the pe 28 of you will go to a garage sale over the next few months. All right. Okay, what about today's impossible question? Well, today's impossible question, and even if I forget to answer today, it will be answered. <laughs> it will be answered uh, Saturday, but hopefully I won't forget. The average person has eight of these. What are they? Hmm. The average person has eight of these. What are they? Huh? Well, spot rates from last week, uh, van, no change, flatbed freight up 1.5%, refrigerated down 0.1%. Spot rates as compared to a month ago, van rates are down 8 cents, 272 on average. Flatbed is up 3, 344 on average. Refrigerated up 7 to 308. Now remember, a spot rate is what a broker is paying the truck. It's not what the shipper is paying the broker. So if you're working with spot rates, you got to always remember to add monies to that rate. All right. If we have time, and I suspect we will, we have a new feature. What would you do? It's where we uh, throw out a scenario of an event that actually happened we're going to tell you what the scenario is. You try to figure out what you would do, and we'll tell you what we did. Okay? WWYD, what would you do? And before we get too much into this, got to remind you, the FBTV podcast mugs are in. Check them out. Check them out. Our website, FreightBrokerTV.com. You can order yours now while they last. All right, what's happening in transportation? XBO reports a record $3.47 billion, with a B, dollar revenue in quarter one. XBO Logistics reported its highest revenue of any quarter in its history a couple of days ago for the first quarter of 2022. 
based in Connecticut, freight transportation firm XBO reports posted net income of $488 million. That's net. That's net. That's for a three-month period ending March 31st, so... See, freight's out there. You know, so all you got to do is go find it. I don't care, you know, don't, don't, I don't care if they're a multi-billion dollar a quarter company or working out of your home office. The freight's there. You just got to work it. You, you got to work. You know, that, that's why, you know, it's small business day. You're an entrepreneur. If you are a freight broker, a freight broker agent, and you just got work. You got to work it. You know, that's that's the bottom line. All right. So Canada's EOD mandate. <clears throat> yeah, United States has one, which I thoroughly don't like, but that really doesn't matter, does it? <clears throat> we got it anyway. Uh, what's the reason behind the delay in the uh, ELD mandate in Canada, the Canadian government has pushed back full implementation of its electronic logging device mandate to 1-1-23, January 1st of 23. This is the second delay of the regulation that has been many years in the making. But the reason behind each delay is quite different. The decision to push the original implementation date of June 12, 2021 a year ago, by exactly one year, was due to a lack of approved devices. In the United States, ELD manufacturers need only self-register their devices. And fleets are responsible for any malfunctions. This is an important difference within the Canadian mandate. The Canadian mandate, which requires third-party certification, puts the responsibility on ELD makers should problems arise, as it should be. Have you ever noticed the government always tries to put the blame where it really don't belong? In this case, trucks. Hey, you know, if the ELD fails, why, why is that the truck's responsibility? You should have the manufacturer answer for it. It's just because, you know, it's easier to blame the truck. We all know that. Anyway, as of June 2021 deadline approached, no third-party certified devices were available, making the delay a necessity. So we'll see. Pretty doggone interesting. All right. We all know... We all know about the uh, FMCSA's speed limiter intent. They're doing a study right now, or thinking about it. Matter of fact, you can make comments through um, June 3rd. Thousands of uh, truckers, drivers, owner-operators, people in the trucking industry, stakeholders, have commented on a Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration plan to push forward with rulemaking to require speed-limiting devices on trucks. This is stupid. The government keeps on doing... You know, they wonder why there's a driver shortage. Keep doing more stuff like this. 
You know, I heard there was a study done. And it's been several years ago. That, that that it may be a little bit different now, but I'm sure it's not far off. That major cities, major population areas, pretty much have a 72-hour supply of food. 72 hours. If trucks stopped for 72 hours, around hour 73, people would start getting a little testy because they were hungry. The government talks a game like, hey, we know this. We're, we're on top of it. We're doing things to help the industry. There's a, a shortage. We're doing things to help the shortage. We're, there's a driver shortage. There's this. There's that. Then they come out with this kind of stuff. ELDs drove people out of the industry. This, this is going to as well because a driver knows that making trucks go the same speed is going to be the biggest cluster that they've that this government's uh, that it's going to create a nightmare on the interstates. No ands, ifs, or buts about it. If you've ever been behind a couple of trucks, one trying to pass the other, both of them going the same speed, you know what I'm talking about. Just think of that, coast to coast. You may go a couple of miles, but there it will be again. Anyway, they're just not thinking. Or they are thinking. Not brilliantly, obviously, but they are. Anyway, comments, uh, like I said, are accepted by the F FMCSA through June 3rd. You can uh, go to their website, FMCSA, and find the uh, comments section. Add yours. Here are some of the posted comments. <clears throat> As an OTR over-the-road driver, limiting our speed under the postal limit is not a good idea. First, you're going to have more traffic jams. Ding, 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 ding. More frustrated drivers in all vehicles and major accidents exactly what they say they're trying to do away with the general public has a hate for trucks and truckers they don't let us merge they ride our tandem so they don't allow lane changes being governed at the same speed is going to be a huge disaster that was from carla hit that right on the head now i haven't re i haven't proofread these so we stumble a little bit here and there <laughs> or something that maybe we may not want to talk about we will uh, we'll, well we'll get our way through it there shouldn't be any limits on speed because it's just going to cause more congestion on the highways and result in more road rage type of incidents that will be on you the government and here we go plus you're going to lose so many drivers that are just going to not going to put up with being limited That was from Johnny. Well, he does make another point. Paying six figures for a truck to own, only to be told what I can and can't do. Well, I might as well find another job. Yeah, you're talking about six figure To buy a truck, to buy a used truck right now, six digits, $100,000 plus. Used. $50,000 more than it was a year ago.
you know, we got to wake up. We got to figure out. Well, we already, I, I think most of us know what the problem is. It's Washington. I'm not anti-government. I'm for them. I just want them to use their head. Think. Quit being politicians. Do what's right for the country. And what you're doing right now is not right for the country. Ken, let's see what Ken says. There is already a problem with traffic when trucks follow speed limits because four-wheelers are usually running five or more miles per hour over already, if not more. Putting speed limiters on CMVs, commercial vehicles, only increases the issue and doesn't allow for lighter trucks that can climb a hill around another to do so. That's something they're not they're not even thinking about. You know, you got to incline. You know, generally you're gonna you got to get a run if you're in a big truck. If you have, you know you got forty eight thousand pounds back there, you're eighty grossed, eighty k gross. You got to get a run at that hill. Get some momentum going. Speed limiter isn't going to let you do that. Uh, Joshua. By limiting all trucks, it will not improve safety in any meaningful way. In fact, it will most likely have the opposite effect by creating long lines of trucks on the roadways with no easy way to pass slower vehicles. These slower vehicles might be going 3 to 4 miles per hour slower. You know how long it's going to take to get around a truck that's going just a couple of miles an hour slower than what you are? Oh, my goodness. Also, it will create more issues with normal passenger vehicles by essentially creating rolling roadblocks. That's, there you go. When a CMV is trying to pass another leading to do uh, even more aggressive driving on the part of normal passenger vehicles. How many, you've seen these videos on YouTube where these idiots try to pass a truck on the right shoulder? Yeah, <laughs> going to be a lot more of that, I promise you. Anyway, you get the idea. It's all about the same, over and over. This is, you know, if the government wants the country to run better, stay out of the trucking industry. Mayor Pete needs to go back to being a mayor, my opinion. Everybody's got one, I know. But uh, we need people in there, in these offices, that know trucking that have at least been in a truck and has some common sense on their side about what can and can't be done with the truck. Just like autonomous trucks, what are they thinking? I mean, I see, I, I, I read news stories for, you know, these uh, certain transportation magazines, so to speak, are just singing the praises of autonomous trucks. It's almost like they got an investment in the autonomous trucking. And it just don't make any sense. Why would anybody, why would anybody want to be on a roadway with a truck that has no driver? And you know the expense? You know how much it's going to cost for one of those silly things? J.B. Hunt, how many trucks do they have? Thousands? Schneider, thousands? You think they're going to replace their fleet with a truck that costs several million dollars? 
every four to five years. Do you know what? Do you know what kind of? Do you know how that would drive up the prices of ordinary consumer goods? Because it gets there by truck. Somebody's got to pay for that truck. It's going to trickle down right to the consumer. But nobody seems to be thinking about that. So, anyway. All right, my name is Mike. I've been on my soapbox here this morning, haven't I? <laughs> seems happens more and more as the government tries to wade into the healing waters of the transportation industry or try to stir it up anyway. I'm the lead consultant for Tautoa. You can check us out at TALTOA.com. If you're thinking about starting a freight brokerage, maybe you already have a freight brokerage, you need assistance, we can help you. We are a consulting and training firm. Our training is in the form or packaged with uh, several of our different consulting and training packages. These, uh, No matter if you're starting a freight brokerage, you are a freight broker. Matter of fact, if you are a freight broker, we do have consulting, standalone consulting available only. If you want to learn about that, call us 479-668-0838. Talk to me. I'll be happy to talk to you about it. A lot of times you, it's nice to have somebody to call to get some recommendations or bounce ideas off of or even a research department. Yeah, but check us out, Tautoa, T-A-L-T-O-A dot com. Now, today's topic, protecting your documentation. What am I talking about, documentation? I'm talking about the legal documentation the customer needs from you, maybe the carrier needs from you, maybe the broker needs from you. One of the worst things you can do, and I see a lot of companies do it, is make your documentation available on the internet, on your website. Don't do that. There are people out there that uh, try to find that documentation for a lot of different reasons. One of them is to pull scams. All right. I'm not going to go into detail about what kind of scams are pulled if uh, some of these unscrupulous characters get their hands on your paperwork. But they do it. As a matter of fact, I've got a couple of clients that have been bit a couple of times. You do not want your documentation out there. Somebody can take it, use it, uh, however they wish. See what I mean? Matter of fact, there was a uh, there was a uh, bonding company that would just scream from the highest mountain if you posted the uh, your bond on your website. Matter of fact, if you got agents, make sure your agents know. Don't just send your paperwork out because somebody wants it. Don't send it down until you know you've got a truck or a customer that you're going to be working with. This is just an added layer of protection. 
because you've just sent it out because hey, send me your send me your uh, send me your carrier packet. Yeah, you know, want to get set up with you. You don't know. You don't know. Another thing too is during your due diligence. And this this is where you can catch somebody if they're trying to scam you. When you're doing your due diligence, all right? When you're doing your due diligence as a broker doing due diligence on a carrier, you're going to go to the Safer Web, FMCSA website. If you haven't been there, you should go there. We'll call it Safer Web. What is it? FMCSA.gov something, something, something. Hold on. Let me pull it up. I'll show you. I should know this by heart. I've, I go there half a dozen times a week. All right, here you go. This is it. Safer.fmcsa.dot.dot.gov. All right, so we come in here, and we are going to click on company snapshot. We can enter the DOT number for the carrier, MC number for the carrier. Put in the MC number, number only, number only. Sometimes when you're looking at a carrier's authority, it's going to have letters before or after the number. Ignore the letters. Just put in the number only. Do a search. That's going to bring up the company snapshot. Now, whoever is brokering the load, you are the one, you are the only one from your brokerage that has had any direct contact with that carrier. So the minimum you would want to do is come into the FMCSA website to the company snapshot for this carrier. Transco, I used to drive for them back many, 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 many moons ago. But anyway, you want to come in here. Check out this top information area for that carrier. Make sure everything is as you know it should be for that carrier. For instance, you're talking to the dispatcher, and in the conversation, maybe the dispatcher says something like, "Yeah, it rained all weekend up here in Chicago. Man, what a we didn't do anything. Stayed inside." Well, you come in here and you look, and you see this trucking company is based in Arkansas, Russellville, Arkansas. Folks, Russellville, Arkansas is a long way from Chicago. You should pick up the phone, call this phone number here on the screen. That is the phone number registered to that MC number for this carrier. You should call them and verify that they indeed have someone in Chicago authorized to get loads for their trucks. Believe me, if they don't, you'll know real quick. Same thing with carriers. If you're a trucking company and you are dealing With a, a brokerage, maybe you're dealing with an agent from that brokerage. Check them out. Run the MC number. Just just like I showed you. You're going to have the carrier authority. You're going to have their MC number. Run it. If that agent is not located in that town where that brokerage is located, call the brokerage. You'll have a phone number up there. Verify you got to verify this stuff. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've made thousands of these calls for verifications during my career. And I never found anyone trying to pull a scam or trying to, you know, pull anything 
squirrely. But I promise you, and I've got two clients in the past that will back me up on this. The first time you don't, that's when it's going to bite you. That's when it's going to be a nightmare. So check the documentation. All right, check the documentation. All right, what else is going on? Birthdays today. If you're having a birthday today, you're in pretty good company. Walter Haas. He was born on this day back in 1889. Name may not sound familiar to you. <laughs> Has nothing to do with ice cream. I don't know why I thought that or that popped in my head. But no, Walter. He is credited with saving Levi Strauss and Company. Foster Brooks, remember him from the Dean Martin Comedy Hour or Dean Martin Show or whatever? He was Miles on Mork and Mindy as well. He always played the drunk. You know, he was great at that. I used to enjoy watching him when I was a kid. He was born in this state back in 1912. Phil Silvers, born in this state in 1912. Denver Pyle <clears throat> on the Doris Day Show. Dukes of Hazard, Grandpa, remember? Bernard Fox, born on this day back in 1927. Name may not sound familiar, but how about if I say Dr. Bombay? Dr. Bombay on Bewitched, remember? Anyway, he was born on this day back in 27. Today in history, the first U.S. fire insurance policy is issued in uh, Philadelphia on 1752. 1929, the first regular scheduled TV broadcast began three nights a week. 1947, B.F. Goodwitch, Goodrich, <laughs> announces the Goodwitch, is that what I said? B.F. Goodrich announces the development of the uh, tubeless tire. This happened on today, 1947. And back in 1986, the unofficial bicycle speed record is set at 65 miles an hour. Downhill, you think? They Those legs were getting it. If they were... Uh, <laughs> if they were on flat ground. Let's see, what else we got? All right, this is kind of... Interesting, as far as news goes. Motorist claims that her GPS towed her to drive down a staircase. That's according to the police. There's a motorist that is facing charges of operating under the influence after she attempted to maneuver her vehicle down a flight of stairs after passing through the Portland, Maine, Police Department parking garage. <laughs> I see, this happened uh, about 10 days ago, April 30th. A 26-year-old female motorist drove her SUV through the police department garage across a pedestrian plaza, then tried to drive down a set of the stairs to Middle Street. She said she was following her GPS instructions, but responding officers felt it was her excessive blood alcohol level doing the talking. Yeah, she was arrested operating under the influence. Now, here's something you don't hear very often, or ever. <laughs> trucker has been arrested after stealing a truck, semi-truck now, big truck, in an apparent attempt to replace one he got stuck in the mud. 
Uh, 39-year-old driver Joshua Osborne was arrested on Friday morning, April 29th, in Hamburg, Iowa. It appears that Osborne was driving a semi near Maine and Willis in Hamburg when he somehow got his big rig stuck in the mud. Police believe that Osborne then broke into another semi-truck that was parked nearby and drove away from the scene. Osborne then reportedly left the semi-truck and trailer and ran into an abandoned house nearby. Police eventually discovered Osborne's hiding spot with the help of a canine officer. Osborne has since been arrested on charges of operating without, a owner, without owner's consent, not stealing, but operating without owner's consent and third-degree burglary. <laughs> it's being held, or was being now. I'm sure he's out now. $5,000 bond. I, I'm sure there's more to that story. I wish I, I knew what it was, but, yeah, well, it is what it is. All right. McDonald's in a trademark dispute with CBD merchant for the name McHemp. Yeah, McDonald's are going to, they're going to protect their trademark. They should have known that. Going in. Now, I don't understand this, but maybe you will. At least it sounds like, anyway. ESPN Plus. Remember CNN Plus? It lasted a month. ESPN Plus might be headed the same way. Because they think this is going to be good TV, pitting John McEnroe against his own avatar. They're billing it McEnroe versus McEnroe, a video game. You know, I didn't care for that video game stuff when the NASCAR, I mean, races. You know, Give me a break. Uh, this is kind of comical. A new study says that today's college students plan on making $103,000 when they graduate. Reality, 55. The, some of this is just too good. we got to talk about it. In Texas, police are looking for a burglar suspect caught on video breaking into a home, stealing their stuff but sticking it around long enough to mow the victim's front and backyard. And it's got to be a pretty bad-looking yard for a thief to get out. This is no. <laughs> to mow the yard for you. Oh, my goodness. In Pennsylvania, a man was arrested for drunk driving after driving himself to court to fight charges of being previously arrested for drunk driving. You may have heard this in the news. The Oregon romance novelist, novelist who authored the fiction work How to Murder Your Husband. Yeah. She's been accused of killing her husband in real life. <laughs> and, and this is... Now, if you're in Utah, you can... Uh, you can verify this or not. This is supposed to be a popular drink in Utah. Diet Coke... With coffee creamer. Eh? Now, before you turn your nose up, remember back, uh, you know, in the day, Pepsi and milk. That that was a thing. Remember Laverne and Shirley, if you ever saw that show back in the 50s and stuff? Yeah, Pepsi and milk. Ah, let's see, anything else in here? I guess not. All right. Uh, if you missed it, uh, good time had by all in Mannheim, Pennsylvania this past Sunday. Make-A-Wish Mother's Day convoy coming up. Uh, next coming up, East Coast Truckers Jamboree, uh, Jamboree going to be in Kindley, North Carolina, May 12th through 14th. 
That's going to be followed by Great Lakes Big Rig Challenge. Matter of fact, that uh, East Coast Trucker Jamboree, I can't talk this this morning. (laughs) I can't even decide what part of the day it is. Honestly, it's early when we're doing this, 8 o'clock in the morning. But anyway, uh, the Jamboree, that's coming up in Kenley uh, this weekend, May 12th through 14th. Then May 27th through 29th, Great Lakes Big Rig Challenge in Onaway, Michigan. We'll get to uh, June, probably start talking about June, Saturday. All right, the answer to today's impossible question, I remembered. The average person has eight of these. What are they? Coffee mugs. Matter of fact, if you don't have eight, you can get them on our website, FreightRookerTV.com. They're available now, the FBTV podcast coffee mug the official podcast coffee mug orders yours today all right just one more thing we are next week next week cvsa road check inspection bliss 72 hour check happens next week may 17th through 19th just a friendly reminder all right go have a uh, go have a good wednesday unless of course you've made other plans and we will talk soon (laughs) 